Wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Up you wake, up you wake, up you wake, up you wake! This is TC and Jake. Your voice of choice. The world's only 12-hour strong man on the air. Here on We Love Radio 108 FM. The last on your dial, but first in your hearts. And that's the truth. Here I am. Am I here? You know it. It you know. This is TC and Jake. Doing the nasty to your ears, your ears to the nasty. Eyes only play the platters that matter. The matters they platter. And that's the truth. From the heart of bed style, you're listening to TC and Jake. Doing the yang and the yang, the hip and the hop. The stupid fresh thing, the flippity flop. Each just bands who would like to begin this week by congratulating the uh, surely gotta be largest man ever elected to the Senate. We love his politics, but much more than that. We just love his frame. Yeah, because you imagine just like if you look at the curve of, of how human body composition has changed, there was probably a guy in like the 1800s named like uh, Big James Big James Hilltop, and he was like mm-hmm. 5'11". Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was just towering over his... I mean, his, he could fuck up anyone else. His colleagues, yeah, but he was... By today's standards... Like, no one else had the sort of frame where they'd be like, ah, he's not that big, James. I'll right. take him on. Who can challenge it, right? No, the, I was thinking about declaring him the tallest man in, ever in the Senate, but then the, the one thing that did spring to mind was Abraham Lincoln. and that, But then I'm wondering, was Lincoln actually big or was he like 6'3"? You didn't look it up? I am going to look it up. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. it was as we were, the Open was playing that I was okay, yeah. going through I bet this he was, little... I bet he was. I bet he was tall, but like not taller, probably much taller than me. And if you're so tall, why are you having to compensate so hard with that cuckish hat? That's a great point. 6'4". Come on, bud. Yeah, Fetterman. Come get... Fetterman is 6'8". Yeah, he's fucking dunking on dirt. And uh, Abraham Lincoln is, you know got a bmi of whatever would be a low bmi you know he uh i i learned this on a tour of the massachusetts state house so if anyone would like to question my bona fides as a history scholar i never i have on my own time never. as just a way to have fun taking a tour of the massachusetts state house and i feel good about it i had a great time show me they where romney fucking... signed the blueprints <laughs> yeah no they had uh they had guns from the uh, the revolutionary war just still hanging around the state house. Just got them on the walls and shit. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. It's pretty cool. Um, but uh, they they told us that uh, if the John Wilkes Booth bullet hadn't had done it, his heart was a ticking clock that could go any day. How was everyone's not? Yeah, well, everyone's but they're just he's tall because he's got something wrong with him. Oh, okay. Like, like he was basically he's the, got a gland failure. He was like just fucking flooding him with the tall so he, stuff. So in the 1860s, you were basically Bobon if you were six four. Yes. Or like you have yeah. issues with a possibly an enlarged heart. Yeah. Or <laughs> you have gigantis gigantis. Yeah, that's it. Wasn't What's like the term? because giganticism? He was a, this can't be giganticism. Elephantitis. I know that's definitely not it. Cracked.com. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> which I would go around and make the guy with the picture, the picture of the guy with the huge, two swollen nuts. I would save that as the wallpaper in shop class. <laughs> and my teacher every day, God damn it. Dude, they're not. How do I get it off here? What? The, the my search for John Fetterman height is going poorly. I read a very it's long a fucking state secret. I think it was a New York Magazine article pretty recently, uh, and then Brian Curtis interviewed the author. I think he, they said six eight. Okay, because there's yeah, other here, shit. Here we go. Yeah, I find no. Yeah, Philadelphia Inquirer says six eight. I uh, because there's other like really relatable shit about him too. You would love this. Um, as like his health was, you know, sort of hurtling back into the headlines. Uh-huh. Uh, once he had the stroke, they kind of like went overboard in in providing like his medical background. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so <laughs> he had been told in like 2016 or 17 that he was at risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just never went back to the doctor. <laughs> like ever. that was the doctor that they got to release the note yeah and by the and way he was I like listen i you can tell like you you knew that it's not a note where he's fluffing because the doctor's like he's doing a shit job yeah i fucking hate this patient yeah he's a real pain you. 
And I don't just mean like he didn't go back to like that specialist. He didn't go to the doctor (laughs) (laughs) for six years. They'll tell you that you're going to die soon. Who wants to hear that? I know. I know. Yeah. It's uh listen, uh, I think that everyone listening to this podcast knows I can empathize with that thought. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I listened to that and I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. This guy could be a, a fucking neo Nazi and TC would at least have to hear him out. <laughs> uh, but great news. Uh, he's in fact a man who stands on strong values of equality. Yeah, progressive populism for the dub. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really don't want to talk about no, the midterms know. at all, but it was fun. We've I mean, been covering the Fetterman race. The other, the, the other only is uh, I did see. I was trying to find Bobert's results, so I just searched Bobert on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, someone had the joke of uh, Lauren Bobert's husband solemnly exposing himself to an empty convention center. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that one's it's called. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I so think she lost. Which you know, I do worry a little bit. I, I'm a. I, I've my heart is torn. Dude, she is fucking nasty. Uh, well, I disagree with you on that, but that's not what I mean. I just mean that, you know, this podcast exists only to, uh, you know, feed in it. Like, I can't tell you how much time I've spent thinking about the website that alleges that she, that her career in politics owes to the fact that Ted Cruz hired her as a hooker and was like, this hooker has great ideas. Yeah, I would buy it for sure. I don't um, know if that happened, but the idea that it could have happened is so great. Her like, husband. Could you imagine? Like, it's certainly a person, like, especially as we continue along to more and more uh, women serving in public office, it's going to happen. Of uh, course. Yeah. And so that, that it, it might be her. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And her husband exposed his, his junk in a bowling alley with like some kids or something. I don't really, don't fucking spare. All right. Spare me the details. That's the way the I The details remember. only make it more fun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, didn't they ask him, some of them to go like have, have a threesome or something yeah no she was there that's uh-huh. a fun detail uh as a 19 year old with her 26 year old boyfriend who she went on to marry and yeah he was like uh trying the, the two of them were trying to see if these two girls were interested and they said no and he's like well how about if i show you my dick well you're really i mean why not start with like one that's I mean, such an ambitious play you know yeah but that's not the mindset that gets this done I guess that's true. No nibblers. Uh, yeah. So the only the only other thing I guess I had is like, I do think if you give Herschel another month, he's gonna win because he was kind of like headed in the right direction. We'll see. Yeah. No. I I'd like to you know whenever it broke before we were talking about the timing of this is very intentional by the campaign. And whenever you do look at the 538 projection trends, they timed it bad. They should have waited a little longer. You're talking about the the abortion stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they probably should have waited. And the abortion stuff was with the wife-beating stuff. Like, yeah. that mainly came out as Christian was, his son, was reacting to the abortion stuff. Did see a number of, this will definitely be the overworked Twitter joke of the week to reference Brian Curtis a second time, but I laughed just uh, <laughs> when his staff goes to him and and tells him he's headed to a runoff. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke this guy <laughs> because I mean, yeah, he's clearly he's clearly a uh, a a uh, troglodyte. He is a dumb person. And uh, so, what do you think his forty time is now? <sighs> See, that's an interesting one because some guys who retire at a certain age, their bodies are still intact. Like, have you seen him walk? Is it not good? It's not super pretty. Oh. Uh, so, like, so maybe Warnock could... Warnock's pretty young, right? Yeah, he's like, what, 51, 52, something? Okay. I thought he might be in like... I could be wrong. I don't know. He doesn't look old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know how Herschel could hold up, but... The only way I look at it is it would be really shitty because you don't want to lose a seat. He's 53. So if he were 43, then I would think that broken down Herschel, he probably could take him. Probably so. But 53, it's not like he's in best running shape of his life. But if nothing else, I mean, having Herschel Walker have to like talk uh, like regularly on the floor. Yeah. That's really. It's basically Tupperville too, which I've really enjoyed every time Tupperville's ended up in a, a story. He says dumb stuff all the time. Yeah, and he but he can even put those dumb things into a sentence. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Says all the words right. Yeah, Herschel, man. Yeah, it's it, that's a funny one. Um, you know, obviously, everybody knew what was going to happen in Texas, so I was just focused on Governor Hairdresser in Arizona. I won't say which L. one, but one of the house races involves someone who's certainly always been nice to me, but like I don't really like their vibe. So I was praying for them to go down, and they did, and so I was happy. Huh. That's what it's all about. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really making politics local. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I have a. I don't want to call it a beef with you. Please, I love beef. This is beans. Love having beef. This is beans based. A beans based. Yeah. You thought it, about my beans comments for a week. Now you're coming back. Well, it's not just that. It's that I think I'm going to think about them every time I have beans, which is a lot. Yeah, I know. You you have the exact wrong opinion on beans. So what you said was uh, that human history has progressed to a point where you should no longer have to rely on beans for food. Definitely. Peasant shit. But the weird thing about that is a few months ago, and I, the, I haven't- really Actually, I looked it up and uh, kings eat beans. <laughs> All like, right, dude. It's like when Dan, when we were talking about uh, where Jerry eats- Mm-hmm. And he was like eating some like it was That's when, a great question. It was when Jerry was talking about how much he loves Waterburger, of course, on uh, on Hard Knocks, and that he'll eat them like forty five minutes after they've been delivered to him without heating them up because <sighs> he just loves them that much. And Dan was like, "Yeah, I, I just didn't think Jerry was eating Waterburger. I thought he was, you know, at fancy restaurants eating stew." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you go to fucking. <laughs> Eddie V's for right. stew. What do you got? What's your finest? They probably do have like uh, they, a, a yes. You can stew. find like a Chipino that has seven different types of expensive seafood in it. That hold be on, I got to text my wife. How about Whataburger tonight? God damn it! Okay, you're just flaunting it. Keep going. You don't want. I mean, you know, you can have this life if you want. No, it. I you can't. Don't. I have my cholesterol. I got to get that down. I'm trying to be a little less fat. Yeah, what if he just didn't care? I don't want to die yet. I'm not dead. You will be. You, will, you hear so me will out. You. And see, here's the thing. This is why. Because of your resistance to beans. <laughs> How many more years is beans going to give me, you think? More than I would have had without them. I don't think beans They're good is, for your cholesterol and they're good for your heart. Beans is not giving me a day. Beans and nuts are what I'm trying to live on right now. And I've been eating fuck ton of salads. That's a new thing. Cause I don't like lettuce. I don't. I think I told you this. I'll never like lettuce. Fucking drunk driver's gonna run the intersection. You're just gonna wish you had a good fucking meal. I'll still mix in a little. You're gonna good die meal. with a belly full of beans. <laughs> beans and spinach. Yeah. You know what? Fucking bury me with a belly full of beans. <laughs> I want that. Here lies a man who loved the beans. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine with me. <laughs> that's totally fine with me. I love beans. There's like 10 different types of good ones. You can cook them different ways. You can put them in different shit. You know, I love beans. I you really and I do. both know that Trump is the alpha's alpha and that he hasn't had a bean in 20 years. That's true. But if I can't get to that level, the next level down is bean god. <laughs> so you say that uh, human human evolution has outstripped the need for you to have to ever eat beans for, for anything. Mm-hmm. But didn't you have, weren't you talking a few months ago about how like it's fucked up that you have to eat bread? Like, there's so oh much. Oh my God. There are people you know, you idiot. Uh, briefly, I, I would like to return to your point. I don't want to leave it. Hey, I will throw this pillow at you. Uh, someone in reaction to like Scientology was in the headlines. Hey. And uh, Andre. a listener pointed out that we used to be scared of talking about Scientology badly because we had heard that they would murder your pets. And so I just want to say clearly right now, <laughs> they can't touch me. Fuck Scientology. I hate your religion. What are you going to do And there's about nothing it? you can... I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to bringing you down. Let's see what you've got. I'm going to get a job at the IRS. That's right. And I'm going to make it my goddamn life's mission. <laughs> and if you need a pet, we have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I think your point on grains was a good one. Mm -hmm. That like... We pivoted to having to grow and eat grain out of like need. Mm -hmm. It's easier. You can get by on it, but it's not good for your body. Yeah. So that you're saying now, you, like we haven't 
we can't handle it. We were never supposed to be eating this much grain. That's true. I believe. Yeah. That's it's not the opposite me. point of the fact that we were very much meant to eat beans. Well, I mean, the the part where I just said I'm not it's not going to stop me is important. It's fair. I You're love these delicious the- grains. <laughs> Dude, why don't you dip your grains in some beans? That's what I do. Sometimes I do. Yeah, it's not like uh, if they got a fucking mole that I'm going to say no. Okay, how does this work? How, think of this. Mole, that, those are king's beans. I've only had it like in a paste or sauce. I mean, it, yeah. Okay. Just, uh, you've been to Glorious. I'm thinking of Glorious. Whenever they bring out a little black bean salt. It's not a salsa. That's not mole. That's black beans. Yeah, well, whatever. It's pretty much mole. Mole tastes like chocolate. That's not right. Mole has it's a- close. It's getting there. It's got chocolatey notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think at Gloria's they call it mole. I mean, I've certainly had like they have mole sauce at Gloria's, but the one mole. they bring out, yes, you is have slightly different. The one they bring out for free is uh, like a pureed black bean, and I would agree. It's with delicious. You. It's fantastic. Yeah. You can have that. That's the king. Anytime bean. you want at home. No, I wouldn't be able. To, they're too good. The people at Gloria's are on top level. <laughs> so, like I like pupusas too, and like I, technically you can get the ingredients, but like fucking ah uh, yeah you could, but anything you got to bake, I'm probably I'm probably screwing that up. You think that you can make Gloria's level black bean? I, I can mean, pretty, come with it, dude. I can get pretty close. Yeah. You, you just you boom. go in the lab and you let me know how it goes. What I bring you some product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come uh, to you. How does think of next time the kids are hanging out? If this counts as a soup, tell me. We call it a soup. The recipe calls it a soup. Mm-hmm. What about a little tortellini soup? Is it just tortellini? Well, there's like either ground turkey or ground sausage in it. What I love, what's a real cheat code at restaurants? But it's is, not a pasta though necessarily. There's no sauce. It's like well, there broth, is tomato, tortellinis. There's tortellinis. There's mm-hmm. pasta in it, but it, you would not look at the you. You eat it with a spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you eat at that? Olive Garden. Yeah. Is that a good yeah. soup? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, little, I've just told you I'm pro soup. What about a little minestrone? I like minestrone. Okay. I mean, it depends. Progress. Most of the minestrones I had are like basic ass Italian restaurants. And my soup turn is not about that. I'm trying to go high level soups, king soups. Yeah. And so I'm, I have to assume that like there's places with a minestrone that like I'd need to try. Your, uh, your carbones. Your it's Lucia. very... Yeah, for sure. It's very rare that uh, that there's something on social media that's getting like a ton of traction that I'm like, that actually kind of speaks to me. Mm-hmm. But the uh, whole narrative of like, it's really kind of lame that culturally the elites, we're the elites, uh, have turned like Olive Garden into a bad time for dinner. It's not. It's fucking fantastic. It's a great time. It's great food. And it always has been. And yeah, so I mean, it's is pretty like, good. I it, like it a lot. I've had it a lot, but I'm just like kind of the thing I'm saying is I'm imagining eating an Olive Garden minestrone, and it's just not doing for me what it always has. I know there's better options out there, but everyone's turned this into like a pory thing. Like I can't believe I went to Olive Garden when I was a kid, and I thought it was a good restaurant. That's because it was. Yeah. So yeah. It was all. So were all those other places. Macaroni Grill. I defy you to go there and tell me that's not a good meal. Yeah. No. This podcast has always stood by. Like I don't like. What are the places that we look down our nose at? Like I don't know. Food is good. The nourishment of the human body is a positive. We support it categorically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it. You know, we had fucking Papa John's yesterday here. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I know you're taking body blows already. I'm not trying to hit you with that uppercut. But the wife texted me said, "Hey, I'm picking up Papa J's on the way. What do you want?" That's the life that we lead. I'll have either salmon and Brussels sprouts or... That sounds nice. Turkey burgers and cauliflower mash. Okay. Turkey burgers I could live with. Cauliflower mash. Get the fuck out of here. Respectfully. Fuck. All right. Hey, I'm going to tell you my quick uh, story here and then you can fill us until I got to go. Because my kid broke my computer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to go pick it up. Yeah. Uh, had a weird flag football experience the other day. Love that. And I'm Dan is eventually going to hear this and he's going to say, why did you not do this on the air? And I understand that sentiment. It's just banter, a place for flag football. But I just don't want – I don't want I, – I really don't want the people on my team necessarily 
to even know that I was so appalled by this. This is a good place to hide it. But I don't I also don't want like the other team or like anybody associated with it to know how disgusted I was with this. So uh a little playoff action after an eight no regular season. You got two games. Uh we're the one seed, of course. How can we not be at eight no? So the first team we played, uh it was just a lot of shit talk. Uh the final was forty nine to seven. So uh, you're probably thinking that at some point during that, they stopped trying to say, come route me. You want me one-on-one? It's like, dude, we're not, it's fucking 35 to 7 right now. Like, there's you're a, not getting to 49. Yeah, it was amazing. I've, I've never you – can, you can rock my shit and get me to shut up pretty quickly. Like if I decide, like if the game starts out, like because you're not a real shooter. I know I'm not. Like if, if it, sometimes you don't shoot, you're not a real shooter. I agree. There are times where in athletic competition I will get mouthy, but once I get like served the fuck up, I shut up. It's because you have some slight like trace of control over your emotions. Yeah, I guess. But these dudes just—it was just nonstop. You, they'd pick up a first down at forty-two-seven, and you thought Michael Irvin was out there. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating Speaking at all. Speaking of a shooter. Yeah, it was amazing. So uh, now we have to watch the uh, two and three seeds play. And, uh, you know, one team wins. They look good. I was like, man, this is going to be tough because I haven't played this team in three years. There's like 15 teams, 16 teams. You don't play everybody every year. Not every team's in the league every year whatever. So uh, my buddy, probably the guy I know the best on the team was like, hey, uh, so this is a church team. <laughs> yeah cool they have a kind of a churchy name mercy rule i love that yeah it's too good that's so good and they're like god that rocks that's so fucking yeah it righteous gemstones well before the last couple seasons when i when i've seen this team out there uh the dudes on our on i just see them like put i know it's flag but i see them putting like a hard tackle on and doing like the baby billy prayer hands well okay so that's funny you say that because the team i play for has always referred to this team as the god squad when we see them like warming <laughs> up or something and they are like heavily over accessorized God, I love this. Like I every, love this every dude out Can there. Can I join this team? Every dude. It is the team. While he was not there the other day, it is the team that a former Notre Dame running back oh played on. Oh, my God. He plays on mercy rule? He does. I don't what think can he, I do? He I wasn't would, out there the other day. I'll never eat Whataburger again. But they're I'll, all, I'll, I'll, I'll subsist entirely on beans to get in the, <laughs> in the kind of shape I need to play on Mercy Rule. And they, dude, it's all everybody's got at least one sleeve. We are on. gonna fucking wreck you, dude. dude. I saw three guys with the cross eye black. Love that. I love that. Cross eye black. Some 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 dudes had skull caps. Some dudes had, you know, like really ridiculous the Baker Mayfield bandana. It looks exactly like you're imagining it does right now. Like they have badass jerseys. That That's are, so great. And they're like black and neon green. It's exactly what I'm gonna show up and cheer is. for them. And so, oh, well, you would not be alone. Good. Because they also I mean, first of all, the Lord. They also of course they also bring out uh, you know, they've got it wasn't even hot the other day. And mm -hmm. they brought like three sideline tents. Good. Like we've done once one time when it was 105 degrees outside. Somebody mm -hmm. borrowed one. It was like not hot. There's stands. They brought out three sideline tents. If it was like 65, I bet they would have had warmers. Probably so, yeah. Like those fucking pussies on the Clemson team. Oh, uh, they have warmers out there? Everywhere. They're not built for it. No. It was like 65. That's okay, ridiculous. it was it was it was colder than that, but it wasn't much. So uh their families are there, a lot of them. <laughs> If you were running and hitting, you did not need to do anything to warm you up. Yeah. That it didn't seem it didn't look cold to me. So a lot of these dudes' families are there. Uh kids who look exactly like you think they do. Great. Shitty. No. Uh they got eye black. And uh so my buddy kind of prepares me. He's like, hey, here's what's about to happen. And he lays it out to me. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm not like, you know, I don't fault anyone for how they practice their religion or or whatever, as long as it doesn't involve anyone else and make anyone else uncomfortable. He's like, well, I'm just getting you ready. Well, what he was getting me ready for was 
Uh, so we're getting warmed back up because we had an hour layoff. Uh, and it's like three, four minutes before the game. And they walk over to our corner of the end zone in mass and say, hey, you guys down to meet us at midfield for a prayer circle? That's great. I love that. Please tell me you said yes. I'm not. I'm What's going to set the vibe better? I'm the outsider of this group. And I did. I was like, I'm not going to say no, but a couple of dudes on my team, maybe they're kind of lightly religious, like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. And I'm trying to see how this is going to shake out. Like, can I just kind of stand on the periphery and uh, just be in the, like, not be like 40 yards away, but be, you know, not involved, but not obvious. No, my friend, I could not because it was, it was a true join hand, hands. everyone in the circle. Some of their kids were out there. Putting hands on you. And uh, Heavenly Father. And yeah, he went, he started and it was like a- Bless two, this contest. It was like a two minute prayer. It was so good. It wasn't even like a quickie. Please tell me you record. Like I just, I want to. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm resetting. I realize I cannot reach the athletic level where I can be on their team. I need to be their multimedia coordinator. Well, I want to make fucking cool hype videos where I got them like praying in slow mo. You could do I that. Record that guy's audio, like play over it. Because they definitely had people out there filming, so they're in. Oh, they really did. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude. Is there anyone else in the league that's fucking got a video crew for their flag football no, team? No, so so this time we did have one of the kids' dads and one of the one of the guys on my team. I call them kids because they're <laughs> twenty five. Yeah, one of their dads and because uh, he's a dad of two kid, two dudes on the team. You also have a social media squad. No, but this guy filmed a couple plays, which was quite important, as I'll get to in a second. Okay, uh, and then like somebody's wife, you know, like filmed a couple things or whatever. Um, so we pray. I had my head up. Just not going to lie to you, dude. I'm not bowing my head. Like, oh, what am I doing? Like, And this gets to a larger point that Bow I'll also get head. to in a second. I'm not bowing my head. To what? God. I don't believe in God. He believes in you. Shut up. And at one point, the dude next to me who was on our team, he gave me one of these. He loves you. He had his head down. And I think he could kind of sense, even though I didn't make a noise, he just gave me the tilt up one eye. And it saw me and it was move. just like shook his head, went back down. And uh yeah, they proceeded to talk even more shit than the first team. Love that. No and, way. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. And it you was like that first down, pussies. Immediately, immediately, right off the fucking rip. It was just every play. Well, they had it blessed. They had a couple black guys this on their was, team. This was blessed trash talk. And they immediately started doing fake white guy voice. Nice throw, bro. I'll see you at med school tomorrow. <laughs> Good catch, bro. Throw it to me again. This is the coolest team on earth. They were loud and they were fucking in our face the entire time. And I'll sh I mean, it's not really that great of a... I should have had it pulled up, but... Uh, one of the, we only we did have ten people in eight on eight, so we were not like hard up for for bodies so much. But they have like thirty. They definitely had more than us. They probably had twelve. Uh, and I guess they could have tagged the kids in at some point because they all had jerseys on. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we're talking shit. <laughs> My dad's gonna beat you. Yes. You're nailing it, honestly. <laughs> and uh, and there was a there was a ball to the. If this kind of stuff happens, will you please let me know? I'm I'm feeling so much FOMO right now. I mean, this it's always chippy, but it's never been like this. Like this was a. I, if if there's a game where you think there might be an 11 year old talking shit to you from the sidelines, please let me know. Okay, yeah. I mean, if we schedule them again, I imagine this will come up. We'll get to all this, and uh, they were physical too like really physical and they were fucking good i'm not gonna lie to you like they're they were there for a reason that doesn't surprise me at all yeah so uh the rules are kind of fun the refs suck obviously i don't blame them for sucking they're just they're certified refs but they don't know what the fuck they're looking at plus it's flag but there's some contact allowed it's the ball to the end zone and we had the ball and uh a dude on our team goes up for it and a dude on their team i imagine it was the safety coming over because uh, I really didn't see this. I was chasing the guy I was blocking around. I've seen it on video. Dude launches himself into this guy's face. Zero attempt for the ball. 
nose all the way broken immediately starts pouring blood everywhere like it's dude it's fucked up broken and i don't think i saved any pictures that's the crusades yeah no they had it in them and so he's just pouring blood everywhere like we go over at halftime and he's just like i'm like in a daze now we're down a guy uh and it was it, it was just like that the whole time and i honestly at some point was like this team might fuck around and beat us which i'm I'd lost one other game. Going into that game, I was 28 and one in three seasons. Mm-hmm. They had the ball down 14 6, and they scored, and there was only one play left in the game because they're 20 minute halves, but once you get to 18 minutes, you play five plays. Okay. So that they don't have to get like super tight. You know, it's just some guy from the rec league overrun the clock. So yeah. just to remove that, they scored on play four. And they went for two, and it got broken up. Okay. Fairly dramatic way to end the season. Yeah. 14-12 win. And I was fucking geeked. Sure. Because I was tired. I'll tell you why. Because this is what I've lived through. I hate seeing the devil triumph. Well, yeah, I know. So do a lot of people. This is what I've lived through when it comes to religion, basically since I decided I was going to stop pretending I was into it. Mm -hmm. And you hear a lot of people who are, frankly, who are Christian – Uh, which are the vast majority of people in this country, something like 58 to 60% of people when asked in survey identify as Christian. Given that, don't you think it's surprising the composition of the studios? The studios? Keep going. Okay. Uh, So, whoa, okay. (laughs) So uh, my point is just that this... You hear a lot of about like man Christian people saying they're persecuted as a minority mm-hmm. and as a you know on down the line the terms of of subjugation and I'm like listen man I'm the one who has to deal with this shit I'm the one who has to go into a home and have people tell me all these crazy stories about religion without ever thinking like maybe I maybe this makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. I'm the one who said who's asked hey pray just pray well I don't I don't pray and I don't believe in the God that you believe in. It's never once crossed your mind the presumption you have that everyone that you inter- interface with is either A, already a Christian, or B, dying to be one if someone could just tell them about it. So to me, this was a perfect... It has crossed their mind that you're not a Christian. It's what worries them every day of their lives. Mm-hmm. So that uh, is a perfect encapsulation uh, to me, Sunday was, of how I view religion. Like, you're going to walk over. You're not even going to think about the fact. I swear to God, dude, I will roll on this. Next time this happens, I'm saying I'm Muslim. (laughs) Just to to hear their reaction. Just to have them possibly consider that a human being could be a different religion that doesn't want to get... Dude, he was quoting scripture in the prayer. It wasn't wasn't even just like a simple... he He did it once. He was like, as said and such and such... Let's watch our – and that one, was, I believe, was even about, like, the power of words. Mm. Like, how do you got to keep it toned down? He knows those boys he's rocking with. They, yeah. they need the power of the scripture to hold them back a little bit. I guess. But it didn't. And so, no, yeah. The, here's the thing. It did. And so, yeah. Well, it could have been worse. Yeah. So, after we got – you know, it got done and they don't – a couple guys on their team, like, don't want to do the handshake – Oh, that's not okay. And it's not really an organized one. It's kind of more like everybody just goes around and does their thing. But they're they're more or less acting like you in the prayer. And so I went over, yeah, you don't have to do the handshake. It was, whatever. I just went over to this handshake. dude and I was just like, hey, you're a fucking fraud. <laughs> oh, come on. He's like, what the fuck you mean, man? And I'm like, you heard me? I was like, you want to pray now? Let's pray together. <laughs> And I walked There's off. There's my guy. There's Jake. That's <laughs> the one I know. And I walked off. Holy shit. And it was awesome. You want to pray now? Man. I mean, I don't know. You, I hear what you're saying. I do, I do think you should allow some room for the idea of like what, like, it's not like what they're hoping for is the, like, you feel bad or the, like, you know, they, like, intent matters. I know. It's not the whole thing. And but it, like, I, I let my, Temper get the best of me on that by doing that at the end. No, no, as no, well. you're fine. That's not what I'm talking about. You do that all day. Yeah. But just as far as being like these guys, like, like you seem to be treating it as a bit of an affront that they would ask you to do that. 
and they're not trying to they're not hoping to affront you i know that for sure that is definitely they a few of the guys on the team especially the one who called us over he seemed like a genuinely good dude like he wasn't uh, involved in any of the bullshit but like three quarters of their team was yeah and they were all it's like man don't come out here and I don't know. It just I hear you. It just bothers me. I'm like, hey, let's just not do the prayer thing and then we can both like act like assholes out here in good clean conscience. Yeah. But uh that's not what happened. I uh So anyways. I'd like to spend the rest of the time that we have today telling you about uh the uh, the contest that I witnessed this weekend between Notre Dame and Clemson. And uh one of the reports from the beat writers is is a bit similar to what you're saying. So in the uh series of kneel downs at the end uh, I don't. I, th- I don't think it was the kneel downs. It was if we pick up one first down, then we can kneel it out from here. Yeah. And on first down, we picked up like seven yards rushing, of course. Uh, and they called timeout there, hmm. <laughs> like down. They were down. I mean, thirty-five to fourteen, and they called timeout. Jason Garrett on the call. They had to do a tribute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the. Beat writer was on the sidelines and witnessed uh, one of the Notre Dame assistants as Clemson was walk off to say, just keep calling those timeouts, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That is uh, something I identify with quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, So across all levels of football competition, we see these sorts of things pop up. Yeah. And I will tell you, like one of the guys said to me, he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, man, you had us come out here and do this whole prayer thing. And then you're over here just trying to start shit the whole game and he was like it's football and that's kind of like i should have just yeah, looked you know, at it that the way. thing we're good at he well no not me we'll necessarily but, but it still was just like that kind of hit me as like there's some people and this is why that person is probably a better person than i am <clears throat> a lot of people because the spirit of the Lord are able to just shines in them go run their fucking mouths nonstop, and then like the second thing honestly the first team did this they were super loud, tons of shit talk, trying to get in people's faces the whole time. And as soon as we were done, they were like, y'all got us this time. I was like, well, it's 49 to 7. I don't think y'all got us, like, really sums it up. But they were super. You got lucky. They were real, like, they came if to If I us come to play today. Being cool about it. And it's like, I don't have that in me. Like, a, like let's just get really aggressive, like, toe-to-toe yeah, with somebody. Yeah, it would be nice, right? And then just be like, ah, man, that was cool. I've spent a lot yeah, so of time. So the fault is probably on me. Like it, it's it's proof that I'm insane that I would even bring this up right now. But I I do like always remember a moment like after the uh, the fight night fight with intern James that I participated in 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that someone was like someone was getting on to me or like said a brief comment of like it's done. Why can't you be a good sport about it? In my head, I'm like, I am. Like <laughs> this is what that looks like. I'm not talking anymore. Like I'm like, like this is absolutely the most I can muster right now. This is me trying my absolute hardest to be a good sport about this by just being like, yeah, all right, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I'm with you. Uh, that's pretty much how I go too. Yeah, the, so it's that's on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, uh, the uh, the weekend was exceptional. It's, it's one of the great weekends of my life, as, as you might imagine. Uh, you know, I, I, as Dan recorded, all this is a companion segment to uh, your uh, two segments yesterday because he captured it as well. He got all the good details in there. I was uh, I was listening with my lighter up. That was that was wonderful. Did you guys stay in Chicago Friday night? No, this was uh, the first time we've done this, and it was at like Dan was the one of like, why don't we just get an Airbnb botes? And it was the best fucking idea. It was really? so great. Yeah. Just uh, he he landed like two o'clock. Then we you know fucked around for a bit. We had dinner in Chicago to let the traffic die down, and then uh, then drove out there. Um, when we arrived, where'd you go? Uh, there's a, a Chinatown. Justin lives by Chinatown. Okay, it was one place we were trying to hit. They were closed for a wedding reception, and then so we walked through Chinatown, and that was cool. Like I've been there. A ton of times chicago's chinatown but i'd never like been through this particular part of it the way that we were going and it was like it was it wasn't cars you know it was like all pedestrian sure. traffic it was it was like an outdoor mall kind of but no one would call it an outdoor mall because it was old and it's chinatown like 
You know, it's not like it looked like the South Lake Town Square. Yeah, yeah. Like even South Lake Town Square, there's like cars going through there. Uh-huh. This wasn't that. Uh, and like all the signs are like in Mandarin. It was, it's exceptional. And like, you know, I've been there a little bit, but like this is Dan's first time. So just like walking next to him, like seeing the, uh, the uh, he was like, he really liked it. And I did too. Uh, there was like a, a I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if like the uh, Chinese and French have a lot of crossover. Uh, in my mind, the Vietnamese and the French, like that was a sure. Vietnamese colony, so or that was a French colony. So they've, so maybe it's something. I, I don't know. Uh, but they have like a French bakery that we uh, that we walked by on our way out. Got some macaroons. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, that that whole thing was great. Um, before he got, like as we're waiting for him to get there, me and Josh just the. Uh, sat by the river like winos just for for like an hour just taking in the river looking at the dick's last resort that's along the chicago river <laughs> so sad um and uh yeah i don't know all of it was like uh some of the greatest days but uh so whenever we got in on friday it was enough time that we were like you know let's let's see what the south bend bar scene has and down the street we just went by what there was two that were equidistant from the airbnb and uh, one of them was called Bob's Pub, and that name stood out a little more. Oh yeah! And so uh, we hit that up, and it it was it was so great. Was it packed? No, I mean there was enough people, but it was it was. Uh, I mean, this was far enough away from campus that it's not campus. We didn't see any student. We just to give you a little preview, we did go back to Bob's Pub the next day. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we didn't see, zero students in the time at Bob's Pub. This was just a South Bend place. For good South Bend people, and it smelled like unions, mm, no uh, doubt. Yeah, it's just Midwest as fuck. It, this particular one didn't have drop ceilings, but like that was a bit of an upset. Uh, and I don't know, just I, 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 no one would ever hold. But I mean, like you know, if you like dive bars, uh, the the vibe you're going for is like failing Midwestern town. Yeah. And so whatever you're, you're That's getting. That's why I like chat room. Yeah. Or not yeah. Chat, chat room for sure, but also more importantly, or specifically showdown. Showdown 2. Yeah. yeah. Showdown 2. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, whatever, whatever I'm looking for bars around here, I want them to feel like uh, there's never been any mining in South Bend. But, yeah. You, know, feel, you can feel the coal. <laughs> yeah. 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 You just imagine them covered in coal soot saying, give me a Coors. <laughs> um and uh yeah bob's pub had that in spades so uh that was exceptional we got to meet up with uh the the pa guy he came out to bob's pub i texted him said we're at bob's he he came down that's awesome yeah uh so just the the whole time we're going through the game i'm like listen to the guy you know the one we were talking to last night um and you know super nice guy shout out to chris uh and then we uh then we went to bed um i did did have a good chance good opportunity to uh expose josh i think josh had seen some of it but uh of course made him watch a good amount of gillian keeves good night good feel like that puts him in the mindset i need to get i need to buy the new season i uh i have it you know i can no no i'll give the money yeah i mean it's just 10 bucks i do recommend that everyone in the listening audience do check out the uh the gillian keeves special for 10 bucks that's like the the live one they did What's well, the like the new season is it's it's a really cool the way that they did it it's just very creative I've never seen anything like this before the way that the new season is is it's like an hour long thing I think it's an hour it might be longer where they shot all the skits and then they did a live event where they're showing all the skits so like they'll introduce each one and they record the event so like they'll talk through you know this is what you're about to see then like it'll cut over to just the footage you know it's not like they stay with the live right right the actual what it would look like if you were just watching a short but they'll they'll okay like they'll like stop in the middle on some of them and be like you know we could barely fucking get this out because everyone is laughing then they'll like show the bloopers (laughs) all right i got it i might do this tonight it's great um he was there we didn't run into him or anything but (laughs) shane gills posted plenty of pictures dan had a brief plan of trying to uh to get blake to uh book him so that we could then be like hey we're gonna be there too but it didn't come to fruition he's not coming here anytime soon is he no i know stavi's coming in may or something no i'm sure that was why it was yeah you know, difficult to book him yeah but uh it would have been a great idea if it worked out 
Um, yeah. So then we, I don't, you know, I don't know if anyone cares about the mechanics of the ticks. I guess we only got like when when do you want to leave five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, just it's it's been a long simmering debate in the family how exactly dibs on tickets is going to go going forward. Oh, wild west. <laughs> well, just you know. The the system thus far has been uh you know, like I am the rich oligarch, you know? Like the system so far has been, well, which ones does TC want? He'll get those. And then the people who actually pay get fucking dibs after that. And they they made some they made Unreal. some squawks. <laughs> about whether or not that was fair uh i've vociferously defended my position and i think you know that despite the fundamentals i can come up with some good stuff what was then the position is just that you you want it more it means more yeah absolutely yeah yeah like this like whatever i don't know (laughs) it was a bitter debate i don't need to say repeat some of the things said in battle but they were good points nonetheless no one could deny them i wish you would um no no, no. especially because the war is over and the war is over because i think this is a covid i mean attendance in general has been softening and uh so i'm sure but and i think that's because of covid um but like whatever the whatever the case is now one of the perks of season ticket ownership is that you just get first dibs on buying more tickets so there was like a day in the summer where they were like hey they're going on sale and i just hopped in and grabbed four and those four were four rows from the field uh, so someone else used your season tickets this time yeah yeah my okay aunt, who okay. you've met yeah uh my aunt and my cousin and uh, two of their friends. They okay. uh, they drove an RV down. Nice. And uh, yeah, we, we hit them up. We saw the RV. Amazing little moment in the RV. My cousin was bragging about uh, having met Seika before. Do you know who Seika is? <sighs> so I had never heard that. And the other people were bringing up this story because the night before he had said this. And they were Isn't all this like. this like a Mike Reiner thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, they were all like, who the fuck is Seika? And so just to kind of establish this, and so this is within the first minute of Dan meeting any of these people, they're like, well, you guys know who Seika is, and we're all blank, and Dan's like, yeah, yeah, I know who Seika is. (laughs) (laughs) And then whenever it comes out that Seika is a porn star, I'm like, that takes so much balls. Yeah. To walk into a new group and be like, obscure 70s porn? Yeah, I'm in. Is that a watch? (laughs) Yeah. I think Josh was like, like the game console? Uh, But Dan's like, no, I have no questions here. I know who Seika is. (laughs) What, she was just there? Uh, No, he had, in the 90s, he had uh, like been part of a dinner. Oh, okay. She had been to like a dinner party that he was also at. Okay. You just thought he whipped that story out? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think like he he might have been like cooking, and it just sounds like she was cool. Okay. He had a Seika experience. <laughs> well, uh, and I, I guess that she just hangs around Chicago. I, she's probably from Chicago. And if I'd run into Seika in Chicago, now knowing, you know, I'd I'd fucking be telling people about that, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Dan remains my hero. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we get to the game, settle into the game, uh, in. I don't. You've been. You went with me for the Texas game, so you kind of know the dynamic in our section normally, which is that it's it's just past. So in the like renovation that they did in the nineties, uh, like created like an extension of the the same bowl. But so there is like a little row. There's like an uh, there's like a walking concourse, and not concourse, but like there's a little strip of concrete where you can like walk around, and uh, we're the first row after that. So. Everyone below us is standing 100% of the time, but Everett above us, it's like somewhat being determined by us and they don't seem to want to. So, you know, I mean, this is famously how the excuse me, sir story happened where my aunt told me I was standing too much and walked over and attempted to physically seat me. (laughs) God, love it so much. Different aunt, not the one that was there this time. And beautiful, wonderful woman. Uh, She has my full support um (laughs) but so that's that's what i'm used to that's the experience at every single game i've ever been to at that stadium in my entire life and now for the first time 
whenever like I I felt it on the first like there's the kickoff ever of course everyone's hyped for kickoff even my shitty section stands for kickoff and then they come out for the first play and I started you know you've been to games with me you're aware that I make noise whenever the the boys are on defense trying to disrupt the uh, the other team's offense a little bit I start to I I let out my battle call and fucking you know everyone within earshot joins okay and i was like these are my people okay this is it finally i'm here and like we were close enough that it they could hear yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah normally whenever you're yelling like it's you know obviously ineffective there is no doubt that the clemson players were within earshot of me and we had a false start in that end zone and they were fucking whenever they blocked the punt. <laughs> Dude, when they blocked the punt, the entire section, we are cheering, block that punt. That's awesome. Then, and they can hear us. Right, and then right they do yeah. and run towards us. That's dope. It was so, it was wonderful. Uh, but yeah, so that's, you know, the section is just down. And uh, the guy in front of us, so the row in front of us was... It started out as, I think, two, and then somehow they picked up a third one at halftime. I don't fucking know. I think that's what it was, of uh, children. <laughs> and oh, then Those Catholics. And then just uh, one dude who might be their dad, but probably isn't their dad, and like it's established throughout the game. Definitely not their dad. What we got here is a little bit of an uncle situation. Those kids are having the time of their life. <laughs> Let me tell you, they were. And uh, <laughs> he was too. <laughs> and so like we'd, we'd watched Uncle Daycare the day before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This, this was that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's one of those kinds of uncles. And like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you follow Weed Mubarak. He's, I'm not sure. He's, a, he's just always talking about, like it's a very like, a, it's a Cobra Tate like ripoff, like a parody account. Like he's, and one of his big things is like, of course, none of these alphas have children, but like, uh, they are strong uncles. They're, they're showing their nephews, uh, the way of life. And, uh, they well, like, I think his pinned tweet is whatever he found out that the Arabic word for son and nephew is the same word. <laughs> and, uh, I saw a good uncle tweet the other day. Yeah. I don't think I have it saved. Um, but yeah, so the, what, whatever that tweet said, it's talking about this guy. And, yeah. uh, so he, um, he's got a big, uh, stadium cup full of Powerade, blue Powerade. And throughout the game, he's getting drunker and drunker. So I know what's going on with yeah, that blue Powerade. Of course. <laughs> and as he's getting drunker, he's drinking more of the blue Powerade, his which is, is, yeah, it's dying his tongue <laughs> and eventually all of his lips. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so we got a drunk uncle with, with three rowdy boys <laughs> with a like full blue mouth. <laughs> and everything from that point, I was just loving. Like he he was the one, like I, I tapped in. I was like, I think they might rush. Like I think they might go on the field. And he heard me. He turns around full blue like, fuck yeah, I'm going on that field. <laughs> yeah, it was not, he would have he gone on his own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that he didn't streak is a, a little bit of an upset because it was right there for him. You, how, like, I, there are a lot of people running on games, at, on fields at games. It's stunning to me there aren't more. <laughs> like, I don't know. The people down there were rowdy. <laughs> and uh, it, it's right there. You know? Like, it's, it's, it's not hard for them to do. Um, so I don't know. Shouts out to everyone for, uh, for maintaining their cool until, until when they did. Um, but yeah, that was an amazing, uh, little dynamic that was going on. There was one Clemson fan in the side or one in front of us. There was also a lady behind us and whatever. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just had such tremendous, it was a, a black dude, like young, definitely younger than me. Um, there was just wearing a cool Clemson jacket and then not a Clemson hat but the exact Clemson colors, and it was just a fucking Bass Pro Shops hat. Oh, my heart. 
There's absolutely nothing cooler than black dudes in their 20s wearing black, <laughs> very fucking Bass Pro Shop hats. Especially with the proper colorway. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I had nothing to say to him except for respect the yeah. entire time. He was with a dude that was a Notre Dame fan. So, you know, he was just having fun, having a good time. He handled himself well for, you know, how things were going. He was not shit talking the way that the, the people in the first game. God Squad. Yeah. Or even the first, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, the uh, the win was interesting. Like, I don't. It's not like it was just fucking going thirty miles an hour the entire time. But it, I don't know. It was weird because like I just I never really been in a position where I like was a bit of an authority on what the wind was doing in a football game that I was watching. Like even the people in the in the booth, you don't really know. Like right. Uh, you know, I, I look at the flags. That's about all you got, but that's way up there. Yeah, yeah. And I was rewatching the the thing, and there was there was times where like I could tell, you know, like there's one past the mayor where like uh, Pine wrong shouldered him, and I I think that like the wind carried it to the wrong shoulder, and they weren't picking up that on that in the game. But and you know, I'm not certain. Like he could listen. He fucks up plenty of throws, but uh, I don't know. It was it was it was a unique perspective. Um, because it, you know, it's just if it like gusted in that second that it was going to do it, and that that was how it was going. Like from second to second, it was different wind conditions. Uh, very weird, and you know, cost you your triple play, right? Did you triple play Ohio State? Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, maybe you got to start looking at forecasts. On Thursday, it wasn't supposed to be that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Travion wasn't out, but then by Saturday, as soon as I saw them show a field shot, I was like. Nobody's covering 38 here. Yeah. No, no, no. But I did watch almost all this game live, and uh, it was a really funny moment when they went to Cade, uh, and obviously that ended two plays later. Yeah, that was by us. I, I saw your video. That. Thank you. Yeah. And so when they get the ball back, Garrett's like, you got to stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Garrett's like, listen, I mean, you made the decision. DJ's giving you nothing. You just got to stick with him and let him work through this. If this is going to be your guy of the future and has a chance this year, let him work through it. DJ runs back out there, and I believe five plays later through a pick six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it these, wasn't much. It was very awkward. Uh, Garrett was making that point as DJ was, like, stomping his foot to make the snap. And I definitely, like, producer in the ear was like, guys. He's, they went away from him. Yeah, like Garrett was like, it's good they're sending Klubnik back out here. He he's your guy. You're gonna ride and die with him, which like obviously not the case. Although I, the other thing I loved was uh, Jack was like, so what would you what would you say if you were Dabo to like get Klubnik back on track or to, like whatever? And uh, Garrett just didn't answer. He was like, no one could answer that better than Dabo himself. <laughs> Ultimate Jason Garrett. Uh, I'm glad that you, he didn't have any, like, I mean, the game was too close for, or it was too not close for his strategy to matter that much, but watching them this year has been, it's delightful. It's, it's really cool. I never thought that I would ever be able to like, like you watch Jason Garrett make terrible decisions. And then he was so dedicated and never explaining anything that was going on in his head in the press conferences. So you never really got that window into how does someone end up this fucking dumb about football? And now you're there. It's all there. Like you watch people call <laughs> atrocious timeouts and he'll just be like, great call. Collect your thoughts. Slow the game down a little bit. Just burn those whenever you want. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. They just give you an unlimited number. <laughs> so just fucking, you know, call a T whenever you need. <laughs> so you hate him? Uh, it's fine. Like it really, I, I don't, I mean. Like if it's not like my team loses based on his bad decisions, and uh, you know, I think it would just suck to have the same guy every week. But you're already used to that. Yeah, and I've been given much worse. Yeah, like he's better than Flutie for sure. Breeze. He's, uh, no, I mean Breeze was the the goat is Mayock. Yeah, Mayock was there to talk ball and was showing me something I didn't know about football pretty much every game, and that was exceptional. But. The producer, not I don't even think it was the producer. I think it's like a VP at NBC Sports hated it. Like Too much he, football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God forbid we have fucking football in our football. So I have come to terms with the fact that I'm probably not getting that again. It's a little annoying how much Jason Garrett cares about just saying the name of the play in his playbook. 
Like, oh, yeah. Most of the analysis is like, we call thing. this duo. Yeah. Great, dude. Tell me what it does. Yeah. I don't care what the name is. Uh, but but he will then eventually tell me what it does. It's fine. Uh, in like some of the time, Jack sounds like a normal person and I can do with it. But <laughs> all the big plays, it's like baby's first announcing opportunity. <laughs> it's so lame. Yeah, I could see that. I found the uncle tweet. Yeah. And I can't tell you how hard this hit me. Dad stories. I was all set to go and play for UCLA before I tweaked my damn knee. Boy, I could run. Tight spiral. Most important, good attitude. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Awful lucky, though. That summer is when I met your mom. Mm-hmm. Uncle stories. I've seen every type of ghost there is. <laughs> Dude. Never never met that mom. And I'm telling you <laughs> that lines up so closely with my life. It is not even funny. <laughs> and it just as I'm sitting here I'm thinking like men need women, dude. Like did Yeah, I guess that's the biggest that's the biggest thing is that like all of my uncles had they they were married at times. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but never very consistently. One of them, yes, although it was a second for him too, but that's nothing. I need nothing a lady in my life for dude, even with even with I almost know every kind of ghost. <laughs> yeah. Could you just, imagine if just left in my own devices? Yeah, no, I can't. Me either, dude. <laughs> Me either. Like, I can't imagine, like, this is why I want my brother to eventually get married so badly. I'm like, listen, man, you're going to, or maybe I don't. Maybe I just want my kids to get to experience an uncle. <laughs> yeah. Like a see, real ass let's uncle. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Real, yeah. real uncle. No, even if you didn't have kids, he's an uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he, there's something to that. He's absolutely one of the greatest uncles. Uh, and then just Mayor, uh, Michael Mayer, the... Uh, he was not personally there for the uh, Covington Catholic it, boy with the way that black Hebrew is you were like thought has invaded the news lately. You just kind of look oh, back on that. Oh yeah. With uh, the, uh, the Covington museum, the Catholic museum. kids that were uh, yelling at uh, American Indian gentlemen. But then I think that there were also like black Hebrew is you were like yes. believers that were on the scene. They were the ones stoking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they and will then, do. And then, the, the, then Kyrie Irving watched all that and said, but do they have a point? I should research this. I should have predicted this, man. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it was Mayor's classmates <laughs> that, are, that are doing that. So I, that's I just always, telling me that. It's just always the first thing I think of with him. But anyways, setting that aside, um, he uh, had, I mean, obviously just one of the fucking all-time amazing players that I've had the opportunity to witness in the uniform. And uh, he had already outright owned the records for receptions and receiving yards as a touchdown at the school and was tied for uh, re or receiving yards. And then he was tied for receiving touchdowns. And whatever he scored late in the fourth, that gave him the outright. So to just be there and witness, and like it was a big deal to everyone there. Like, you know, they were showing on the video board of like the whole fucking team coming up and just to be like you know to be able to see that with my fucking eyes like everyone what'd that mean there, to dan i think he liked it a little bit <laughs> i saw you know hard to read so i'm just gonna yeah, assume that's that's he was true. loving it no about half the time he was with his kid which is great I'm, oh yeah i guess it's that's fucking true. exceptional that he got to go up there yeah that's awesome uh because yeah they, they were like right behind us i mean he had the fucking walk the stairs and everything like that but they were you know there it, as as he recorded it was a I don't know. I don't know if it's like us big dicking them or what, but like I was shocked to learn that uh, they've been playing the entire time, despite the fact they were, you know, right. uh, 50 feet from us <laughs> with fucking tubas. <laughs> and, and I we, like we, whenever he got back the first time, we were like, when are they going to start? And he's like, yeah, no, they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But I mean, you get a cool trip out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they stayed in Chicago. Uh, which I'm sure is a, a kick in the dick on the travel and everything, but whatever. You got to go there and back either way. Um, but, you know, I mean, her, his kid got a Friday night in Chicago thanks to the Clemson van, you know? That's um, pretty sweet. Yeah, I'd, I'd take it if I were them. They were staying in a cool-ass hotel near the river. Wish I could have been there, buddy. Got a lot going on. Yeah, no, you're, you're being a great dad. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what comes first. Yeah, I mean, and again, to tie I'll tell you what, together. you didn't have your kid crying and saying, I want daddy Thursday night. So <laughs> that's a, a real upside. No, you don't you're feel right. Like, it's the, like you're making the right decision in that moment. And I didn't uh, hit her when she broke my computer. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did, good. I did make her go with me the next day to drop it off at the repair store. <laughs> you will see what you've done. We walked, we bo both walked in. It's a tiny little place. It's, you know, it's yeah. a Mac repair store. And I was like, hey, man, I'm the guy who called. Uh, and I told you uh, my kid broke my laptop screen. And I turned to look at Nora, and she had like this shit-eating grin on her face. And I was like, that's the kid. <laughs> <laughs> roaster. Uh, I happened to pop on the radio yesterday. For some reason, you got to go. Yeah, you what? what you, is it quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just the fucking uh, DISD was like, we can't have schools. There's an election. Did you guys have that? Uh, Surely no. not, right? Or your, your Montessori is not holding elections. No, they they wouldn't do that. We follow. We basically follow the Grapevine Colleyville calendar. Did Grapevine Colleyville have schools yesterday? Of course. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think it was like a reverence of the proceedings. It was we use some of these places as polling locations. Exactly. But like, That's our solution NBA to that was to go to another polling location to play. You know, like. The fucking library. Like, that's where... And let me tell you, other parents had the same idea. So after we left the library, I'm like, let me listen to my favorite radio program. Pop it on. And uh, it's as you're uh, playing the audio of your daughter. And I don't think that Izzy was, uh, reg you know, in much the same way your daughter didn't understand what she was saying. Izzy also didn't understand what she was saying. But uh, she just hears a kid's voice. And she's like, who's that? And I'm like, that's Nora. Which, you know, I can actually say it. that was accurate. Like the random fucking human coming through your speakers is one that you know. And let me tell you, dude, she was just fucking delighted. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. She, no <laughs> one's ever been more excited to hear your show than Izzy upon knowing that it was her friend that was talking. That and makes me very happy. When she did hear you guys laugh, she's like, That's so funny. And I'm like, <laughs> What are you talking about? You don't know about sex? <laughs> like, you, you, shut up. That's great, though. Yeah. All right, I'm a bill. See ya. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.